everyone. Welcome to The Good Mom. We're coming to you from Doha, Qatar. I'm Carmen. I've been in Qatar for 17 or 18 years now, which is half my life because I am 32. I met my husband here, and we now have two girls, Grace, who is seven, and Mila is four. And I'm a stay-at-home mom slash freelancer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Blair. I have been here for almost 12 years. I moved here right out of university, and I also met my husband here. We have two girls, Harper, who is four, and Lily, who is two, and I am a full-time working mom. We just wanted to give a heads up that uh, this episode does a deep dive into body images, um, our own struggles struggles as women, and um, struggles with food and balance, et cetera. So um, listen with caution, I guess Mm -hmm. we should say. Yeah. All right. So this evening, we're going to be talking about our body image, Mm -hmm. um, our relationship with food, um, a little bit about like exercising and how we take care of ourselves yeah, and how we have kind of been molded Mm -hmm. into having those thoughts about those things. Um, Has that changed for us and how we want our girls, you know, Mm -hmm. to think about food and taking care of themselves and their bodies. Yeah. And I think this, this has come up a few times yeah. as as we raise our girls and um, just knowing that they are, they will be women one yeah. day, right? And I think um, there's so much pressure to look a certain way as a woman. I think that the efforts these days are much much more inclusive, oh, I should yeah. say, yeah. Um, about all different body types and just feeling comfortable in your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was growing up, media was not that way. Definitely not inclusive. I mean, the skinnier and the more skin and bone type look you had, the better you looked and the more successful you would be and the sexier you were and the more beautiful you were. And I guess it's nice to see that there's been a shift yeah, in for our kids because mm-hmm. I guess some of the work is already done for us mm-hmm. in a way. Um, but I think I personally still struggle with the way I look, yeah, and the foods that I eat, and the exercising that I do, and I would never want any of that to spill out onto the girls. Onto the girls. No. So I really keep that to myself. Well, I mean. Look at the examples we had. First of all, did you watch America's Next Top Model? Yeah. Like, they were constantly, like, to these women that were size zero, so lose weight. Mm-hmm. You need to tone up. This is like, and whoever it was, Tyra Banks, would go in on them if they yeah. weren't, like, thin enough mm-hmm. or perfect enough or the critiquing of how they looked. And it was just, yeah, wouldn't, um, like, at the end of an episode, you know, they would have to like walk down a mini catwalk and stand in front of the panel and they would be, yeah, critiqued head Mm -hmm. to toe. This is what I took notes on was our shows, Friends, iconic, but they fat shamed like crazy. Chandler wouldn't look at Monica when she was bigger. And then as soon as she lost weight, it was, oh, she was amazing. But they consistently made fun her way throughout the show. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was an episode as well where Joey was like, Big two or something yes. like this. 
I can't remember. Like I'm sure he put on a um they used to call it a fat suit. I don't know yeah. they probably don't even use it. Well they shouldn't anyway. I don't know. To make fun. With to make fun. To make yes. Fun. Yeah. Yes. Or but a yeah. cosmopolitan. <laughs> oh my god. How like Slim Fast was yeah. at its peak when we were young mm-hmm. with the Slim Fast commercials and how to diet and lose weight and mm-hmm. there was another um diet Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers. Yeah. The ads and special K to lose weight or eat the cereal and you'll like not gain weight. How many points have you earned today by yeah. eating this, this or that? Yeah. Yeah. My mom used to go to all of those like type of things. Okay. Like, I think it was Slimming World or mm-hmm. something like this. Um she actually took me along to mm-hmm. all of her like weigh-ins and oh, wow. okay. I think that's probably where my body issues kind of stemmed from because I saw how unhappy she was. Mm-hmm. And I think that just kind of uh trickled down to me yeah of course i mean that's your role model yeah oh, one wow. thing that stuck in my head was they had this big blob of what they were showing was a fat lump oh. like you know this yeah part yeah here which is like the pooch that protects your uterus not a fat blob it's a pooch that protects your <laughs> uterus they have that just mm-hmm. on display on their tables to be like that's what you have inside of you and it was oh like my gosh and i remember just being like gross out as they wanted you to be mm-hmm. um and so that was my downward spiral i mean that's pretty impactful <laughs> as a kid to see that yeah and to see so much negative commentary um and negative messaging yeah. around what you should look like yeah um even if you look at the movies like all the rom-coms that we grew up with mm-hmm. i remember um how to lose a guy in 10 days oh do you remember the yellow dress that she wore mm-hmm. then so i wanted to get a dress like that for my prom yeah and i remember putting it on and just thinking to myself i don't look like i'm supposed to look yeah because she looked that way yeah you know that like very loose silky look that Mm -hmm. of course if somebody with a normal body whatever normal is but Mm -hmm. see even like terminal like someone that has a smaller frame yes um of course like if i put something like that on you're gonna see the the curves and the Mm -hmm chunks and whatever don't call it chunk okay you brought that word into my house that word's coming to my house the girl Rila started using it oh no no it's fine (laughs) but but in this house we use it as such a loving and endearing and what is the word endearing endearing term like lily's little chunks i love them i just want to eat them up right um i tell you what one thing impacted me as an adult was mm-hmm. hearing buy clothes for your body don't buy clothes that you want your body to fit into along those lines oh yeah I, no way i never i was always i would hold on to things mm-hmm. that didn't fit me and mm-hmm. i was okay one day i'll fit into that mm-hmm. or you know i was very like oh i'll buy this it doesn't fit me but one day it might mm-hmm. and then i would try it on and be like oh it still doesn't fit me i'm still that gal yeah and i would speak so badly to myself yeah and I don't want people to think that, like, we're fat phobic. The problem is, is we grew up with media and people around us that were saying, your body's not good this way, you should be thin. Your body's Mm -hmm. not right this way, you should be this. Yeah. And so that sits in your head all from your childhood to your mid-teens. And now look where we are. And I mean, I'm if that's trying to yeah. go against it now, mm. and I never looked at someone and went, "Oh, you're you're a big person, or you're fat, mm-hmm. or you're not attractive." Never in my wildest dreams would I look at someone and go, "Oh, you're not thin, you're not beautiful," mm-hmm. just to myself. Yeah, 
No, it's all internalized. I mean, I see, you know, these body positivity and, and, um, inclusive campaigns and I'm like power to them. Yeah. To have the confidence and the strength to do that. I mean, go for it. Yeah. Right. There's this one girl on Instagram. Let me look her up. It's Kate Berg something. And Mm -hmm. she is always posting body positivity. Kate Buddenberg, Katie Mm -hmm. Buddenberg talks about like positivity of her body and why you should love your body and all the shapes and sizes Mm -hmm. when you're bloated, but you're not bloated and whatever. And um, I'm like, she'll go on with a bathing suit and she'll go, today I'm bloated and I have all these rolls, but I'm still beautiful. Yeah. And this is normal. And this is like what a normal body looks like Mm -hmm. or the average body type. This is what the average body type looks like. When I go to the pool in a bathing suit, all I'm thinking is, are people looking at me and thinking this bathing suit doesn't fit? Yeah. And I'm like, I wish I could have that mentality where I'm like, I don't care how I'm sitting or the way that, like, I will go and I will say, Nick, is my bathing suit, like, pinching? Because mm-hmm. did you throw up in the face where people called it a muffin top? Yes. And yes, I, of course. I won't wear jeans if I think and have the slightest thing, like, the slightest yeah. over. Because I'm like, what if people are going wrong? They know jeans don't fit me. And I'm just squeezing into these jeans. I was in Levi's once in England. Mm. And this guy was like, you really shouldn't try on jeans that are too tight for you. Mm. And I was like, this is the size I normally get. Like, And I, I just didn't buy yeah. them. I was like, okay. And well, I've never gone back to Levi's. Yeah. Well, that's that speaks to something I think really important is that literally every store you go into, the sizing is different. So you could be a six in one store, Mm -hmm. a 14 in another store, and a 10 in another store. Okay. So we have that going against us. (laughs) And then as a woman, our body is fluctuating month to month. Seriously. From PMSing, yeah, which for some causes bloating. I guess so. And uh, cramping and just water retention to ovulating, which also can cause Mm -hmm. cramps and many other symptoms. And this is just like, if you have a no issue kind of cycle, you know, I'm not, I'm not even including, you know, things that women have PCOS, for example. Yeah. Did I say that right? PCOS. I don't know if call it PCOS or not. Okay. So we also, our body is constantly changing and fluctuating from when we wake up to the morning to when we go to bed. And, to adapt to those changes and to move along with it and not let that bother you yeah. or not let that bother, I guess, me yeah. um, is challenging in itself. I told you my history with eating and everything. Mm-hmm. And I struggled with, I hate saying the words. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, it, but I don't like, you know, I used to make myself vomit. Mm-hmm. I would go days and days without eating. I researched how to do this. And that went on probably from 13 to 20s-ish. Wow. And this is so messed up, what the way that my brain thinks, but I'm still like, when I think about that now, I'm still like, I still wasn't thin enough to have ever been like hospitalized. And that's so fucked up to mm. think those thoughts. But it's like, it's it just doesn't go away for me. And so the only time that I stopped all of those bad habits, like Nick didn't even know I was doing it in the house when we were dating. And he oh, didn't wow. even know. Like, and in one way, my mind goes, oh, I'm so proud of you for doing it. And nobody realized. Mm-hmm. And that's so messed up. And then my other brain was like, oh, that was really not a good, <laughs> a good thing to do. But 
when the only time that I stopped doing those bad things was when I had fall pregnant with Grace mm. because I was like, oh, I can't. Yeah. But during my pregnancy, I did not cave to one craving. I did not have any cake. I did not have any sugar. I did not have fast food. I did not have anything. I was like healthy and I worked out and I made sure. And I watched my scales the entire time during my pregnancy. I was like, Mm -hmm. I need to know how much I'm gaining. I need to know because I was so, I didn't tell anyone I was pregnant. Like I didn't, I think I posted on Facebook the day I had Mila and Grace, and I was like, oh, I have to have a baby. And people are like, what, you've had a baby? Oh, my so gosh. I, um, yeah. I didn't take a single pregnancy photo with Grace, and that's my biggest regret because I was like... I mean, that's a huge change to go from what someone, mm-hmm. most people would call an eating disorder. Yeah. Do you consider it that? Or? I, I, it made the war, everything about it just makes me, like... Cringe. Yeah, I don't know, but if I just hate saying it. I don't know if it's denial. No, no, I don't mind you saying Yeah, but it just, it feels like it can't come out of my mouth. Mm. And I don't know if it's like, nope, that never happened. Or just because I haven't talked so openly about it, apart from Nick. And even my mom didn't know how bad it was. Mm. Like I told you, I was taking like pills that they were giving her from her things and like, but I don't want to say anything that well that people would use. So I'm not going to go into what I did. Yeah. From like going from that stage in your life to pregnancy, which is a huge physical change. How did you deal? I mean, I, I, I'm I hearing that you didn't give into any. Oh, yeah. Uh, internal cravings. I don't think I really told Nick much about my struggles at that time mm-hmm. until I don't even know when we had the conversation, but I know I was struggling and I had to sit him down and go, Well, I need your help now because I can feel that I'm relapsing. So it's a work in progress, but I am I am heavier than <laughs> when I when he first met me. Yeah, and that that is that hard. That's hard on me because I go home and uh, back to the UK, and I'm like, are people looking at me and thinking that I've gained weight? Mm. Like in my head, I'm like, do his friends think that he's married an ugly person? I mean, I should probably be in therapy for it. <laughs> Now that I'm thinking about it, but it's something that I I'm mean, just, that's a lot to carry. Yeah. And nobody's looking at you saying, oh my God. Get back in the house. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, people are looking at how, an inc- like how an incredible, oh my God, I can't talk. How incredible you are as a mother, yeah. as a person, how talented you are, mm-hmm. how fun and loving you are. You make me uncomfortable. Okay. Just trying you never to never get uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Compliment you. Totally. I can't take a compliment <laughs> to save my life. No. And I'm giving, I'm saying all of this I to know. you, and I'm sitting here with, like, well, tell me about you. Terrible. Because... Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's the same. I mean, sorry, it's not the same. Let me start over. I, I mean, I have my own slew of issues with food and yeah. wanting to look a certain way. Yeah. Um, I love what's going on right now with the inclusiveness and the body positivity, but I don't know if I could ever feel that positive about my body. There is a certain way I want to look. And what is the way you want to look? What's your idea of a perfect for you? I want to look lean and fit and, um, and skinny, Mm -hmm. skinny. That was, uh, that was our, uh, we call it when something's like a pedestal. 
Yes. As kids growing up in like, what were we saying, the 90s? Mm-hmm. Um, be skinny. Yeah. That's all you have to do is just be skinny Aim and for that. be fitting right in. Yeah. So with Harper, I gained a lot of weight during my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I just gave in to anything and everything. I thought, oh, whatever, you know, I'm yeah. pregnant. This will come off later. And after Harper, well, I was diagnosed with postpartum depression yeah. and anxiety, and I was not on any sort of medication. And so I think the anxiety got the best of me, and I just yeah. was not eating. Okay. As much as I, I should be as a new mother that should be nourishing herself and one that was breastfeeding Mm -hmm. and pumping. So I lost a lot of weight. Um, And I managed to kind of keep that off because I started exercising shortly Mm -hmm. after that. And um, then with Lily, I got pregnant, obviously. Um, And after Lily, the weight did not come off as easier. And it's just kind of increased over the years. Lily's now two. And I think just in the past four months, I've really started to get back into that intense discipline. And there are, and I count my calories. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I work out like maybe four times a week. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that also for the first time in my life, the relationship in all of this and the working out and the calorie counting, et cetera, is more about, um, obviously the perk is being the ideal size that I want to be. But like I said, I think for the first time in my life, I'm doing it because I know it makes me feel good. Yes. And I'm showing up and being a better person for my husband and my kids. And like I said, that's the first time in my life I have felt that way. And I don't know if that's like being in my Mm mid-30s and kind of just chilling out. And well, I wouldn't go as far as chilling out. (laughs) But um, just kind of being a bit more comfortable with who I am. Yeah. Um, When I get up and go for like the other night when I went for a run, I told myself like just go out and do a lap around the compound. Like just to clear my mind because it was one of those days, you know. I needed to get out and clear my mind. And I knew that I would feel better for it. So like, for example, that run was not, maybe it was like 20% about burning the calories, but I would say it was 80% about going out there and clearing my mind and and being better the next day, you know? Um, And I went out and I ended up doing like almost 6K and it felt so good. Yeah. So again, like, I think I'm kind of teetering in this spot of doing it for, like truly doing it for, being a better person yeah for myself yeah and again for my kids but there will always be that component of did i eat too many calories today yeah you know this morning actually i ate um i had a big meeting at work and i hadn't i'd only had coffee it was about 11 30 or mm-hmm. something and i ate they had provided sandwiches and i ate a falafel wrap nice and it tasted so good but i have been thinking about it all day. About it all day. Mm-hmm. All day. And I wish I didn't. I mm-hmm. wish I wasn't all consumed with this. And I don't know how to let go. You know? Like I said, like I do, I want to let that go. Yeah. And it's such a challenge. And I'm a very all or nothing person. Yes. Um, it's very hard for me to find that balance. And when I'm stressed or super emotional, like I turn to food. Yeah. Um. And I know it's not healthy. I I do notice more too since, you know, my latest kind of lifestyle change, so to say, Mm -hmm. is um, 
I do really notice what food does to my body. Yeah. And my mental health. Yeah. Afterwards. So, um, and I did, there was, I noticed one thing the other day I really wanted, uh, like a piece of candy or chocolate. I can't remember. And there was a split second where I thought, how's that going to make me feel after? Mm-hmm. And that's huge for me personally. Mm-hmm. Like I've never really thought that way. I've just thought whatever, I'm just going to eat it. Cause it was going to make me feel good right now. Yeah. But I was able to get that perspective in the moment and yeah. say, no, don't do it. But do you treat yourself? I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. People constantly comment on what I'm eating. Like, they'll be like, oh, how do you fit all that in you? And like, oh, you're always eating. I, I have Stop to it. Who's okay. saying this stuff to you? I'm not okay. dropping. But are these like close friends or are these strangers? Um, I wouldn't say anyone is particularly close. Okay. Um, Grace has been in situations where... Um, She'll be in an environment and they will monitor the healthy eating. And I think that's so detrimental. Like, don't sit there and tell me that my daughter doesn't have a healthy lunch or a healthy snack or a healthy mm-hmm. wherever she's going. I will provide her with what she needs. Mm-hmm. What she doesn't need is somebody that has no has no knowledge of her. Mm-hmm telling her what is healthy and not healthy mm-hmm. healthy is balance mm-hmm. having chocolate cake and maybe an apple afterwards or whatever yeah. is balance and they don't know what you're serving at home exactly they don't know what she's getting for the five other meals mm-hmm. there are days so i don't like healthy eating policies in any area yeah anywhere with our girls i try and really talk about food as ways of nourishing your body yeah how does that food make you feel yeah um, you know, do you feel stronger when you eat that food? Yeah. Um, you know, they will ask for candy every single day yeah. and I don't give it to them. Yeah. And I, and I, and that's more of like, I don't necessarily want them to get in that habit. And I want them to know that there is, while there's a balance, you know, we also just need to be mindful of how much sugar yeah. we're putting into our body. Yeah. And I don't know. Who knows if I'm doing the right thing? Well, we do it differently. Yeah. Because it's funny you say that because obviously I never had any boundaries on candy. And, you know, because Harper used to come all the time. Yeah. They've got candy. (laughs) And I don't have any boundaries. I've just moved Mm -hmm. along. Okay. Um, But uh, I have zero boundaries. Okay. Because I had a friend growing up and her mom used to regulate how much sugar she could have in her body. Mm-hmm. And when she got a period, she locked all the cupboards for candy so that she couldn't get access to it. And that just stuck in my brain. Like I yeah. don't re- rem- like, well, I don't recall any of that being told to me, but my mom would tell me. Mm-hmm. And so um, it just put a, a bad taste in yeah. my mouth. I was like, I'm not going to do that for my yeah. girls. They need to regulate. They need to know when is a good time for their body to have some sugar mm-hmm. and when's not to. And so I keep it there and it's a free for all. And if they come out of candy, they do. And if they choose to go in there and they choose an apple one day, I'm like, okay, cool. Do you ever worry that they're like consuming too much candy and then they're not consuming other and so that there isn't a balance? No, okay. because... The candy that they consume might be a lolly, 
Okay. Out of the whole day. Like they never, what they don't do is they don't binge. Okay. I mean, I just try not to keep as much candy in the house. Oh, yeah. Because, then it's not an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I just try and provide, you know, snacks that I know they like and that are balanced. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. And you brought like those healthy lollies as well. Coconut lollies. You used to. One of the first. Oh, candy. yeah. Coconut lolly. Coconut lolly. Yeah. <laughs> um so what yeah what are we doing to stop our girls from having this i mean so we we touched on a little bit at the beginning is that these days yeah it is much more inclusive so they're already seeing a full range yeah of things um i do not project any of my issues yeah well to the best of my ability i do not project um we all sit down and have family dinner together yeah. every night and we're all eating. Mm-hmm. We're all eating the same thing for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, I don't eat red meat. So yeah, all those nights, you know, um, I do try and put like every food group mm-hmm. on the table and then movement, you know, mm-hmm. we really emphasize how good movement is. Yeah. For- the dogs are strong. Yeah. They are so strong. Those yeah. Girls. And, um, you know, as the weather gets better, we try and go for walks. I talk about, you know, listening to your body. Mm-hmm. Are you full? Are you not full? Yes. Um, what does your tummy say? It's yes. funny. When I think Harper should be full, I'll ask her, what does your tummy say? And she said, it says it's still hungry. <laughs> like, okay. You know. Yeah. Um, am I always consistent on that? No. Honestly speaking, right. no. Are there nights where I'm like, Halas, that's enough. Like, yeah. no more food. Yes, yeah. I am. Um, but my goal and what I strive for is for her to be able to read her own body, mm-hmm. know when she's hungry, know what she wants, yeah, etc. Um, so yeah, I try and keep it balanced and and positive and nourishing your body. Yeah, you know, I think um, that's so important. Yeah. Just Knowing what feeds your body. And everyone's different. Yeah. Right? Maybe four or six months ago before I started really working out again. Yeah. And um, when the girls get out of bath, we carry them onto the bed. Mm -hmm. And I had, like, what felt like no muscles. I was so weak. I could barely pick up Harper. And I would tell her, Poppy needs to come get you because mommy doesn't have any muscles right now. And um, then, like, a few weeks ago, somebody... I don't know if I commented on it or Ellie said something like, mommy has muscles now. And Harper said to me, so you can carry me out of the bath now? Oh. And I just, oh my gosh, my heart melted. Yeah. And I'd rather her see that change in my body and see that I'm becoming stronger and that I can and and that one is capable of that. Yeah, absolutely. So. It's only interesting. I think just know that it came from like, the, a place of wanting to just be totally honest so yeah. that hopefully someone will be like, okay, you're not the only one that's thinking this, but mm-hmm. we're all trying to improve, Yeah, you know? Yeah. All right, guys. Don't cancel. Please. <laughs>